it known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is The Good News Show. And good afternoon. Welcome to The Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, thanks for joining us. We're live. And uh, boy, it is hot. It's summer. And uh, there's a lot going on. We've got a really good show. In fact, uh, we have a studio packed <laughs> right now. Beautiful Ross family. And uh, in just a moment, we're going to be talking about, maybe you've heard about this, a uh, big event coming up in mid-October, October 15th, the Symposium on Blessed Karl von Habsburg, the last emperor and king of Austria-Hungary. It's going to be in Plano at the Plano Event Center, uh, kind of an all-day event on Saturday, uh, October 15th. And so we want you to be there. Uh, David and Jocelyn Ross, the hosts of this, are, are here in studio. Jay, David's going to join us here in a couple of minutes uh, to begin talking about this and uh, how you can get your tickets. We're going, my wife and I, I plan, and uh, it's going to be a great event. And uh, it will, it we'll be talking about who uh, Blessed Carl is, his wife, Zita. There are seven children, and uh, his, his story is amazing. Uh, second half of the show, it's uh, the typical CPLC segment of the program. Gerilyn Kaminsky and Susan Platt are going to come in and talk about life after Roe v. Wade has been overturned and how that has uh, impacted the the work of the CPLC. And they also have, I think, a big, a big announcement about an event. I don't want to steal their thunder, but I think they're going to announce something uh, quite huge that's coming up uh, in the next month or so. And so I thank uh, the entire Ross family, oh, the, the beautiful family here in studio with us. Uh, before that, though, let's talk about an event that is only 10 days away. Uh, bring in Cecil Anderson, our North Texas assistant. How are you doing, Cecil? I'm Good doing afternoon. well. Good afternoon, Dave. It's good to uh, be back on the show. Yeah, so 10 days from now, Summer Speaker Series event. Uh, we've been talking about this for a couple of months now. Uh, we've sold hundreds and hundreds of tickets, uh, expecting a big crowd. Bishop Strickland is going to be the, the speaker. Engaging in battle, uh, empowering the lady in 2022 is going to be the talk. And I, I think now that we're post Roe v. Wade and the, the battle continues to, to be fought nonetheless, it's very good, good timing to have Bishop Strickland come in. Uh, exciting news, though, to tell you about this. Uh, first of all, we are going to have what's called uh, a replica image of Our Lady Guadalupe. Uh, that uh, The tilma of Our Lady Guadalupe is going to be there at this event. This is thanks to Dan Hennessy and Ingrid Meyer and the Highland School um, are going to have this there. And it's going to be available for veneration. This is a pretty big deal. Have uh, have you kind of gotten your head around what this is all about, Cecil? I know we have a write-up here <laughs> about what it is. The write-up helps quite a lot. <laughs> it um, does. But it's, it, roughly the idea was that these were um, two-scale replicas of the tilma that and the image of Our Lady Guadalupe that JP2 had uh, yeah. um, had asked for to yeah. be made. And these, there's not very many of these. And so it's kind of a really special gift that we're getting to have this at our event. Yeah, so it's going to be there the whole time. Afterwards, if you want to come by and venerate uh, the image, uh, blessed by uh, St. John Paul II. The other thing that's uh, really exciting is that we're going to have everybody that comes is going to get a blessed by Bishop Strickland 
uh, Tapestry of St. Joseph, you know, the Terror of Demons. It's from the year of St. Joseph from last year. I think it's like five inches by nine inches. It'll be blessed by the bishop, and that'll be something that you can take home with you uh, because you uh, came to the event. And so that's kind of exciting as well. All right, last thing. Uh, I want to do well, two two things real quickly. I want to tell you about the event. First of all, the, the Transmitter of the Faith Award is going to go to a wonderful woman by the name of Carla Lacroix. And every single year, Carla, I don't think, has ever missed one of these events. And this year, she's going to be honored uh, with the award. She always buys an extra ticket. And she says, Dave, give it away. Okay, give away an extra ticket. So during right now, I'm going to give out our phone number. First person to call in. You don't have to get on the air. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to answer a question. If you want a ticket... Uh, to the Summer Speaker Series event, courtesy of uh, Carla Lacroix. Call right now, 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. The other thing that I'll tell you, and then maybe Cecil can tell us who the winner is, 877-757-9424. If you just want, you know, no strings attached, uh, a free ticket to the Summer Speaker Series event, uh, uh, you can uh, call up right now. Looks like Cecil has our winner already. All right, the other thing is, one of our sponsors, uh, a gentleman by the name of Chick Young, is is a sponsor, and he got uh, tickets, uh, but he's not able to use them. So he said, go ahead and give them away. Uh, so this hour, if you buy two tickets or more, I will give you two extra tickets. Thank courtesy of Chick Young, who's one of our sponsors. He's not able to use his tickets, okay? Uh, so if you buy two or more uh, online, you got to go to summerspeakerseries.com, summerspeakerseries.com. If you're one of the first three to do that, because I only have six tickets, uh, for his to, to give away, uh, you'll get two extra tickets, okay? So I'll inform you after the show if you got two extra. Uh, summerspeakerseries.com, summerspeakerseries.com. Buy two or more this hour, and you will get two extra tickets. So you can bring a couple of friends with you. How's that? All right, let's, uh, let's move on and talk about uh, an event uh, that's not too far around the corner, October 15th. Uh, the Symposium on Blessed Karl von Habsburg, the last emperor and king of Austria-Hungary, uh, time to commemorate the centennial of the holy death of Blessed Karl of Austria. He died on April 1st of uh, 1922, so it's just been a little bit over 100 years since he died. Joining me in studio, as I mentioned, David Ross, along with his beautiful family here in studio as well. David, welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming, welcoming my family. Uh, all right. So, okay. Is Mike on now? Okay. Go, uh, go ahead and say say. <laughs> Am I on now? Yeah, you're there on you now. Go. Yeah, All there right. you go. Yeah, Good afternoon. Right. David, thank you so much for having us. My family, my beloved wife, Jocelyn, and my children are here. It's wonderful to it's be a, with it's you. It's a really a, a beautiful family. I, I just, uh, I, I don't know, there's, there's something, there's a real purity and a goodness about them that uh, just kind of comes out. So uh, thanks for bringing them thank in. You. I know you see emailed me last week and said, is it okay if I bring my family? And I'm like, of course it's okay. Gosh, what a, what a blessing to have them here. So thank you. You're very kind. Thank you. All right, so tell me, just from a personal standpoint, this, you know, Blessed Carl means a lot to you, clearly. You have organized, uh, this is the third one that you've done, 2018, 2019, yes. of course, got crazy with the pandemic, now it's back. Why Why does this man and his story mean so much to you personally? Well, and, and he means a lot to uh, a lot of people. There's yeah. a movement around Blessed Carl, and I think uh, this is it in a nutshell. We're talking about an emperor and a king of Austria-Hungary. And so uh, he was responsible for so much, but he went through great suffering. And I find it so relevant to today. What he went through, uh, very hard times. Um, he came to the throne at the age of 29, right in the middle of World War I in 1916. 
and uh, was on the throne for a precious two years. But what's important is that so much that was going on in his society at that time is rather parallel to what is going on in ours. And so it's fascinating to see how he navigated through that, how he stayed on mission, how he stayed faithful uh, to God and um, uh, in the face of uh, a lot of evil, in the face of a lot of suffering. And so we're talking about a man that was brave, courageous, a man with a lot of fortitude, and but he suffered the last few years of his life. And we'll get into some more detail now. But, you know, usually you've got more to learn from people who have suffered. Yeah. Okay. And it's not just to regurgitate all the ills of his time or our time either. You know, we know all of that. How can we be encouraged? How can we stay faithful? How can we not lose our joy? Which is certainly what the devil wants to take away from you. And by joy... You know, I'm talking about that uh, 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 interior happiness that you can choose. It's not based on the material that can uh, withstand persecution. And it just seems to be a crisis in joy today. You people, you know, our political fortunes, they come, they go, they come back, they go away. Mm -hmm. Just like in Blessed Carl's time. And so uh, it's fascinating to see how he weathered that. Okay, not just to get depressed of all that happened to him, but how did he weather it? How did he stay faithful? And so people find it very relevant, his time then and now, rather parallel. That is it in a a nutshell. And we think of uh, royalty as living these posh lives and everything comes easy to him. You know, you were kind enough to send me some information about him, and it, it, it appeared that it was very unlikely for him to ever ascend to the throne in the first place. I think there were about five people ahead of him, but there was a nun who had kind of predicted or prophesied that he was going yes. to become the king one day. So this all it almost kind of fits into divine providence in a sense, doesn't well, it? it? It does. I mean, he was not groomed to be emperor, uh, that we had a robust education, rearing, and uh, training. But in his youth, blessed Carl... Uh, practically had zero chance of ever becoming emperor and king. There was many men before him and their heirs. There was at least five or six, depending on how you uh, calculate it. So this made the nun's prediction, a Hungarian nun who tutored him, his prediction when he was five that he would be emperor, um, so inscrutably unlikely and rather far-fetched, but through an odd succession of odd deaths, he arrived to the throne halfway through World War I at the age of 29 and finished out what we now know was the last two years of this uh, 650-year empire and dynasty. Um, and this is the successor empire to the Holy Roman Empire mm. that was started when Pope Leo III crowned Charlemagne Carl de Grosse, Carl the Great, as the first emperor of that. And it's interesting that the last emperor is Carl. Mm-hmm. You know, we might say Carl the Humble, yeah. Carl who suffered, Carl who kept his faith, and he kept his joy when he had a lot of reason not to. And as Catholics, we can't capitulate when our political fortunes come and go or our own personal problems we can learn from this man and from his story. There's many biographies about him. 
you know, there's, there's, a, there's a work in progress making a movie about him. He's very relevant uh, to today. Yeah, and on paper, his life seemed like a real failure. I mean, when you kind of, quote, lose the 650-year, you know, throne of uh, the, this this kingdom, yeah, you you die young, basically in poverty, with a, a pregnant wife with, I think, your you know, seventh or eighth child in the womb. Uh, you know, people looking at it, just saying, gosh, this guy's a complete failure. Well, how amazing in God's great um, goodness that this he may be a, a saint of the Catholic Church, a canonized saint one day. Yes. Because so, really, and, and tell, talk a little bit more about his character. He, clearly a, a faithful Catholic, a man of, of deep spiritual life, a good father, a good husband. Uh, this, is, this is a good man. He, he, yes. I mean, just reading about him as a father and a husband is uh, so inspiring. He was a, a tender husband and father. He was a loyal friend. He was a man of uh, great temperance and balance and prudence, a very fair man and a gentle man. Um, he, at a time when vulgarity was on its rise, okay, today's culture is marked with blaspheme and sacrilege and vulgarity. So he was everything that the society wasn't in this society today. Well, this man, Blessed Carl, emperor and king, had everything taken away from him. I'm going to get into a little more detail about that. But do you wonder why, after a hundred years that he's been dead, this is the centennial of his death, that we're still talking about him. We're not talking about the victors of World War I. We're not talking about those that stole from him. But we're talking about him. His story, Blessed Carl and his story, have been elevated. And God is not going to be mocked. There is, there is victory in God, there's victory and joy. And yes, in the eyes of the world, you know, if you read about him, read these biographies on him, the world might consider him a failure. He even lost his life as a result of all of this. But that is so, you know, so much one of the messages of Blessed Carl, victory and joy for the taking. And that must drive the devil mad mm -hmm. when he can't take away your joy. He pounds you from all different angles. But he doesn't have to take away our joy. We can still uh, claim that. And uh, he was a down-to-earth yet sim uh, saintly man in the world, but keeping his joy. Now, let me touch on something that he was very well known for, his spirituality. Um, it was known that if you can't find the emperor, go to his chapel. You'll probably find him there. He was a man of uh, great prayer deep spirituality, a spirituality that was put into concrete action, uh, great temperance, prudence, and compassion, real compassion in action, as an example. He put his, the whole nation and the soldiers were on food rationing. So he put his own household, his own palatial household, staff, himself, and his own family on the same food rationings. Mm. Well, this earned the ire of uh, the neighboring uh, empire, uh, emperor, Wilhelm, who came and complained of the meager, meager uh, food offerings that he was uh, uh, offered when uh, Blessed Carl's holy wife and servant of God, Empress Zita, reminded Kaiser Wilhelm, we're all on these rations, mm -hmm. okay? We are all eating less. He ordered uh, milk to be delivered to the citizens of Vienna, the capital, okay, to take the edge off of uh, their suffering. 
um, and their hunger. Well, he spent his time on the throne not prosecuting the war that he inherited, but offering peace, okay, uh, asking for an end to the war. Well, the parties that he was warring with, they realized that they could profit much more by crushing this man and his empire than accepting his hand for peace, even at the expense of millions of more deaths that this would cause. But they knew that would make them look bad. So what did they do? They launched a smear campaign, knowing of this man's great goodness. They launched a smear campaign of great calumny to make Carl look bad himself. And then that's when we get into the part, and we'll go into that in a minute, that is so relevant to, to us today to, to take example. And I mean, really think about all that he went to. And we're talking about a man that kept his faithfulness, stayed on mission, refused to let the devil take his joy. And, and you know, soon I'm going to give you some examples, specific concrete examples of what he did and what we can learn from him. Yeah, about I, think, that. I think especially it's so nice that this is relatable to what's going on today. Because uh, people think uh, all the problems from today just came from maybe Hollywood or the media or the internet. But, uh, you know, there's always been problems in the world. And the fact that there's a parallel between what was happening 100 years ago and today uh, makes the event that uh, you're putting on very relevant. I want to make sure we talk about the event itself and the speakers who are coming in and uh, how people can get tickets and uh, some of the things revolving around that. Uh, you, you want you want to um, tie in anything else about the man himself or Zeta or anything else about him personally before we talk about who's going to be at the event? Yeah, yes, I I, I would like to. Um, so the empire was huge; it was a vast empire, and we're talking about this emperor and this king. He was a supremely virtuous man who inherited a horrible mess, just thrust upon him without having ever asked for it. And it's something, you know, sometimes this happens to us. You know, how did Blessed Carl handle it? He had been pounded. Now, listen to this. He had been pounded and persecuted by modernist forces opposed to the ways of Christ for a moral change. Does that not sound like today? Mm -hmm. um, he was mocked for his wholesomeness, uh, derided for his Catholicity. Sounds like today. Forces trying their best to dismantle godly ways in society and replace them with evil. And, again, it's not just to get depressed to read about him, all he went through, but it's good to know this man went through all of this. We're going through some of this, too. We can fight this. We can navigate through this. And so the symposium is going to illuminate that, and we've got these amazing speakers. First, Bishop Athanasius Schneider, coming from thousands of miles away, a great shepherd of hope, a great shepherd with a clear vision, and it is such a blessing and a treat that we can have him come. Uh, when Blessed Carl came to the throne, okay, you know, five or six other guys were knocked out in line. Well, so he took over from the old Kaiser who reigned for 68 years, Franz Josef. Franz Josef's great, great, great grandson, is one of our speakers. <laughs> this is uh, uh, Archduke Edward von Habsburg, who is Hungary's ambassador to the Holy See. He's a, uh, a husband, a father of six children, very much, you know, in the world, okay, but navigates it with elegance 
and wholesomeness, and he is going to be uh, fascinating to, you know, to listen to. We have the uh, preeminent historian, American historian, Charles Colomb, who's written many biographies of many people, including Blessed Carl, about a year and a half ago. He is currently right now living in Vienna, writing a book on Empress Sita and their son, Crown Prince Otto. He is coming. It's just a walking encyclopedia. No notes. I mean, he could talk for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Blessed Carl's granddaughter again coming, Princess Maria Anna von habsburg uh, She is coming. We have Suzanne Pearson, who is the uh, chief delegate of the Blessed Carl Prayer League. Now, you mentioned the Hungarian nun who prophesied that Blessed Carl would be emperor one day, mm-hmm. when everyone thought that was a fantastical idea. She said, and he's going to be the target of hell, and we need to create a society of prayer for him, Gebetsdiga in German, prayer league. And that still is going on today after well over 100 years. Suzanne Pearson is the head of that in North America, so she is also uh, one of our speakers you mentioned about the uh, the film being made. Uh, there's uh, an opera. Uh, uh, somebody that produces the Blessed Carl Bear. These people are all going to be at the event. They're, they're oh, coming. Or? Yes, we even have some other smaller talks, uh, smaller in duration, uh, but uh, fascinating as well. Yes, someone's going to come and talk about a film that is being made. I mean, it is high time, due mm-hmm. time, that there's a film about this. It's a holy man, it's a holy couple, really, because his wife is servant to God, Empress Sita. Um, There's an opera composer, an American composer, who's going to come and talk about his work. He's writing an opera on Blessed Carl. Um, I've got a guy that makes beer, Blessed Carl Beer. Who would have thought there's Blessed Carl Beer? They're going to have samples at the event? There's going to be samples, uh, (laughs) and uh, uh, or at least a um, a raffle, because he's (laughs) actually not allowed to sell it, and samples would be free anyways, but... Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's packed. It's going to be yeah. packed. You called it all day. It's six hours, but for Saturday, that's that's pretty packed. Yeah, so. right, right. So you, you've done this two times before. My understanding was the first time you did it, it was maybe going to be a one and done, but you were talked into doing it again. Clearly, it was successful. It was like packed, right? And yes. What what do you, do you, um, I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are hearing about Blessed Carl for the first time, but it seems like the awareness of him and Zeta and their story is growing because of people like you. Uh, and this is uh, like like a, like a story that really needs to be out there. But do you feel like more people are becoming aware of him? Well, I, I do think so. So he's a layman, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and his story is really something that you can you can get your get your arms around and. Um, it's just the parallel times, okay? Yeah. And you read about it, you know, it's too much to get into today on, on the radio, but you re- read about it and think, this sounds like today. So, yes, there is a movement around him. People put up conferences, symposium, and what have you. Um, there's lots of videos about him. Um, as I said, there's going to be a movie. There's an opera. And people find it inspiring, how a man who was so holy and so virtuous, yes, he had the command of today what would be hundreds of billions of dollars in wealth, which he took none of it with him, how he, you know, guided his family through that. Um, At the end of the war, 
which ended in 1918, the empire was collapsed. So you've got the communist, socialist, Marxist, Masons who took over. And at the threat of death, they told him to abdicate, but he would not abdicate because God put him on the throne. Okay. Uh, Just like Bishop Sheen uh, would quote that the people said to Jesus on the cross, come off the cross and then we will believe. Abdicate and we'll be your friend. But he wouldn't because God put him there. So he was arrested. And this is in context of the Romanov family of Russia, who not a year before were all massacred. Mm -hmm. You know, the ruling family of Russia. But he wouldn't. So he was arrested with his wife, Empress Sita, taken away from their children and shipped literally 2,000 miles away to the Portuguese island of Madeira, which is more off the coast of Western Africa than in the Atlantic than Europe. Finally got his children back after a month or two. Um, But he had difficulty providing for his family because he took very little money with him. Um, They didn't have enough food to eat. They didn't have enough heat to keep themselves warm. All he had left was some crown jewels, which he entrusted to a man to sell so he could take the money and buy some food. He never sold the man the jewels or the money. Mm. Um, even in his death, how he died and suffered is inspiring. There's even a small book on just that. His last day is called The Death of an Emperor. You'll read it through a veil of tears. But it will edify you, and it will strengthen you. It is, you know, not to depress, but it is to encourage. And it's good to know that I can learn from somebody who has suffered uh, and how he handled that. And do you wonder why a hundred years later, we're still talking about him, you know, very inspiring. And that's what the symposium is going to be about. Yeah. October 15th, symposium on Blessed Karl von Habsburg, the last emperor and king of Austria-Hungary. Uh, time to commemorate the centennial of the holy death of Blessed Karl of Austria. Died in April 1st of 1922. And it's going to be at the Plano Event Center on Spring Creek in Plano, and uh, blessedcarl.org, is that the website? Yes. Blessedcarl.org, you can get your uh, tickets there. Uh, it is going to be from, uh, what, doors open at 8.30, did you say 9 to 3 approximately? Yes, uh, approximately 9 to 3. Okay, and uh, Bishop Athanasius Schneider and all the other speakers that uh, David Ross, uh, my guest, uh, has spoken about. few minutes remaining, uh, is this the kind of event... We should bring our kids to what what age level do you think would 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 benefit from this? Thank you so much for asking uh, and i I say thank you because I want people to bring their children um, you know there's a lot of subject matter that needs to be discussed, but not in front of children, right not in front of all ages. Well, this is going to be child friendly okay I'm telling all of my speakers to not go into some subject matter where there's going to be a lot of children in the audience and tickets are already on sale. They've been on sale for three weeks. A lot of tickets have been sold, though we're way ahead of schedule. So this is going to be safe for children. Now, you know, very young children, they may not really understand a lot of it, Yeah, but they should not get their moral sensibilities offended is what I'm trying to say. Because you never know, especially in this uh, day and age. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jocelyn is going to jump in, uh, David's wife. Uh, Jocelyn, yeah, go ahead. Did you want to comment on that yes, as well? I, I just wanted to uh, remind David to talk how Blessed Carl's life is very close to Jesus' life, that uh, he's an emperor. Jesus is the king of kings. Um, Jesus was betrayed but by close friends. Blessed Emperor was also betrayed. And how um, Jesus even was without his clothes. And Blessed Emperor, actually, when he, they took him to exile, they had to find someone's clothes to put it on him. So he even didn't have his mm. own clothes. And uh, so it's really beautiful how you can uh, see the resemblance between Jesus' life and Blessed Carl. Yeah, and both kings as well, yes. right? <laughs> Absolutely. There's a fabulous... Don't you love that accent of hers? I do, I do. That's a in Lebanese... In case anybody's wondering, Lebanese... Yeah, that's a Lebanese yeah. accent. When I met her, she said, you know, Lebanon is in the scriptures 192 times. I said, yeah, I no, I really didn't know that. She said, you got that in Texas? I said, what? Texas in the scriptures? I said, it is in the scriptures. It's in code. Every time you read the promised land, God had Texas on his mind. But she, did, she didn't buy that. But yes, uh, when uh, a, you look at a study of the life of Carl, blessed Carl, it really starts to look like you're looking at a study on the life of Christ. And this is what makes him a prime example for us. Again, through all the mishaps, all the calamities, all the betrayals, Carl chose to keep his joy through it all. I think there's a crisis of joy. We Catholics can't get into that. And so that's why I say, let us not let his life of excellence go to waste. Let us not let the fact that it's been a 100 years since he lived separate us from the greatness that we can learn from. His death has caused the Blessed Emperor Carl movement, which is so applicable and relevant to these times like more than ever and that is what this blessed carl symposium god willing mm -hmm. is going to deliver all right uh well said and uh, i'm really glad that we we closed out with that uh because if somebody is uh in imitation of uh, our blessed lord uh this is a life that we definitely need to uh, to study and uh try to to uh, copy as much it's the symposium on blessed carl von habsburg the last emperor and king of austria hungary uh it's going to be saturday october 15th of this year from 9 a.m to 3 p.m david and jocelyn ross are the hosts and they invite you to visit that website uh get your tickets in advance they're selling quickly and uh, again, we hope that uh, you'll be there. It's going to be a great event, and we need to learn more about this wonderful man, his wife, and their family as well. Thank you very much for being here. Thank, Thank you, Jocelyn, you. and your beautiful family. They're all so quiet, as I knew they would be. <laughs> uh, thanks so much. Yes, and, uh, we'll continue to promote it on the radio and uh, hopefully uh, uh, help you sell a few extra tickets there as well. All right, well, we are going to take a break and uh, make way for the CPLC segment, uh, Catholic Pro-Life Community. Uh, Gerilyn Kaminsky and Susan Platt are going to come in and talk about life uh, with the CPLC post Roe v. Wade, uh, now that it has been toppled, thanks be to God. Uh, what is life like when you're, uh, really, I, what I think is the, the best pro-life um, uh, group in the in the country, and how do you run it, and how do things change? They'll talk about all that, and also a big announcement, I think, about an event that's coming up here in the next uh, month or so. This is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. We'll be right back. The 14th Annual Summer Speaker Series event is Thursday evening, July 21st at the Frontiers of Flight Museum in Dallas with guest speaker Bishop Joseph Strickland. Living out the sexual relationship, it's a very narrow path. It's, it's sort of the eye of the needle. It's for a man and a woman only. 
committed for life, open to children. Those qualities are what marriage is. Tickets are $75 and include delicious hors d'oeuvres and wine. Visit SummerSpeakerSeries.com to get your tickets today. Do you think it would be easier to walk in your faith journey alone or alongside others? Scripture teaches us that we are meant to be in community. Pope Francis recently commented that fraternity is essential to the human quality. The number one Catholic fraternity is the Knights of Columbus, and they have made it easier than ever to join. By joining, your family will enjoy a wide array of membership benefits, like a subscription to the largest Catholic publication, the Columbia Magazine. You can go online right now and become a member. Go to knights.net. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-S dot net. The Dynamic Catholic Institute is once again holding its welcome retreat. If the past few years have left you feeling disconnected from your fellow Catholics and even your faith, the Welcome Community can help you live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life in Christ. The next Women's Weekend Retreat is July 16th through July 17th, and the Men's Retreat is August 20th through August 21st. Welcome has changed lives and even whole parishes. For registration information, contact welcome at stjudeparish.com. Are you a small company in need of tech support? Do you have technical issues that come up and you don't know what to do? Does your church need guidance with live streaming? I am Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton and a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Whether it's making sure computers are updated or they are backed up, ProMultis can provide these and other services. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com. That's P-R-O-M-U-L-T-I-S.com. Save the date. With praise and thanksgiving, the Diocese of Fort Worth will ordain 10 candidates to the diaconate. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to the diaconate ordination on Wednesday, August 10th at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Keller. The ordination takes place at 7 p.m. and a reception will follow immediately after Mass. Those not able to attend may view the live stream of the ordination at fwdioc.org. Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at absoluteptg.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. All right, we're back, and this is the second uh, Monday of the month, and that means that uh, we have the Catholic Pro-Life Community segment that we've been doing now for several months, and it's such a a joy to be visited in studio by these wonderful ladies who run so well the Catholic Pro-Life Community here in the Diocese of Dallas. Of course, a lot has changed in the last couple of weeks now that Roe v. Wade is overturned, but the battle continues. Uh, And before I turn it over to Geraldine and the team, I just want to remind you that uh, if you plan on coming to the Summer Speaker Series event next Thursday with Bishop Strickland. Uh, this hour, if you buy two tickets or more, I will give you two extra tickets because one of our sponsors is not able to use his tickets, and he said, hey, go ahead and give them away. Uh, buy two tickets or more, and uh, you'll get two extra tickets. The first three that do that uh, will uh, get get two extra tickets. Uh, SummerSpeakerSeries.com SummerSpeakerSeries.com And uh, we have in studio, and I do want to thank William Kirkendall also. We're on social media for this uh, broadcast, and he's behind 
behind a screen, so I can't see him, but he's our intern running the social media. So thank you uh, to William. Uh, Geraldine Kaminsky and Ingrid Meyer and Susan Platt are here, and I'm just going to turn it over to you, Geraldine. Thank you so much for being here. Good to see you. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I've brought the newspaper, and I don't know if we can oh, see love this. It. That's a keeper. This is a keeper. It says yeah. Roe Falls. And that is uh, from Saturday, June 25th. Of course, the announcement was made on the 24th. Uh, so we're, we're, we're thrilled to be here. Thank you for having us on on that very day, Dave, on, mm-hmm. on June 24th, Susan and I. Uh, it was a historical day. But Susan um, is here. And Susan, talk about your role, what you do for our organization and for the Diocese of Dallas. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm the Director of Prayer and Community Outreach, and I track a lot of uh, the legislation that's going on, um, the court decisions, and uh, was um, at the SCOTUS blog uh, when uh, Dobbs was announced and Roe was overturned. Uh, so I'm... I've been so blessed to uh, be a part of that. Um, and I do have a couple of updates for you uh, because uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order on Friday and people were rather upset about it, stirred up about it. Um, and basically, it didn't do much. Um, it was to encourage abortion and uh, to direct several of the government agencies to provide incentives for abortion. But uh, people were afraid that there was something that he could do to actually reinstate abortion into those states that have banned it. Um, but there's no action available to Biden to counter the Supreme Court decision. Um, he can't reestablish abortion as a national legal right, but he is pushing Congress to pass legislation to codify Roe and calling for voters to elect pro-abortion politicians in November. So we need to get out the vote, and we need to vote pro-life. Um, and other news that I have is uh, about Whole Women's Health. Um, Whole Women's Health is a, a, an abortion group. Um, they've had four abortion centers in the state of Texas, and they have announced that they are closing their abortion centers, mm. and they are moving to New Mexico. So we need to pray for New Mexico because they're being flooded um, by people that want to uh, start abortions again and uh, by um, those women that are afraid and don't know what else to do and are traveling to New Mexico. Mm. And the interesting thing, Susan, about Whole Women's Health, I believe they opened in McKinney in the Craig Ranch area on July 6th, I believe, last year. And the day they opened, they're a chemical abortion provider. And, which is the pills, and the day they opened, our sidewalk counselors and our prayer partners were there. And if I'm not mistaken, we've had two rounds of 40 days for life at that particular facility. Mm-hmm. And so thanks be to God that it's closing. Yes, yes. Um, be to God. Uh, it, it's amazing that to have them closed and and leaving not not hanging around trying to reopen, uh, but uh, Fort Worth, McKinney, uh, Austin, and McAllen, uh, they're all closing and Whole Woman's Health is leaving. So praise God for that. Um, so one of the things that uh, we were talking about uh, in the office, you know, we have we have our our pillars that we have um, that. Uh, CPLC was built on um, prayer, education, healing, um, service, and prayer. And I say prayer twice because it's very important. It's double important. It is. <laughs> it's double important. It is. Um, and uh, one of our um, pro-life friends said that we're not done 
but we're on the 50-yard line. So there's there's more to do, uh, a lot more to do. But if you would, Gerilyn, talk a little bit more about what there is for us to do. Well, uh, yes. Well, could could I could I share uh, an event that's coming up? Would that be a good that time would to be do wonderful. that? Okay, let's do that. We are so pleased uh, that our uh, shepherd, uh, Bishop Edward Burns, will be having a mass. He and Bishop Kelly, diocesan wide. Um, it's, it's called "Now Thank We All Our God: A Celebration of Life." So mark the date. It's Monday, August twenty second. At 7 p.m., it's a bilingual mass at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe, Monday, August 22nd, 7 p.m. And this is these are the words from Bishop Burns. As our country moves into a new chapter of addressing the sacredness of life from the moment of conception, we will gather in thanksgiving for the gift of life and pray for the souls of those who have died because of abortion. We will ask God's grace upon us as we assist women through difficult pregnancies and bring their child into a world that celebrates their presence, recognizing them as a gift of God created in his image. So we would, we, we thank Bishop Burns and Bishop Kelly. Uh, this is also a feast day. It's the Queenship of Mary. So we believe that that is quite important for us to be giving thanks and praise to the patroness of the unborn. Uh, and, and certainly, uh, oh, I wanted to let you know there will be a reception that follows. So we invite everybody in the diocese to join us on August 22nd. But there's, there's sort of a bonus, right, Susan? There is. There is a bonus. Since it is the Queenship of Mary, and since we are celebrating life, we're also going to consecrate ourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, and you want to join that, you can start. Uh, on July 20th, which is next Thursday, I believe. Um, and we'll, next Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Thank you. Um, start your prayers of consecration for the 33 days. You can use Father Gately's book, 33 Days to Morning Glory. Um, St. Louis de Montfort, you can use that one. We'll also have links on our website so that you can find the prayers there. Um, but we'll do the consecration. Uh, and if you've been consecrated before, uh, you can re-consecrate yourself to the Blessed Mother. Uh, CPLC was consecrated to her, along with several other pro-life ministries. Uh, and if your pro-life ministry wants to be consecrated, um, we, we, you can do that too. But we'll all pray together for 33 days. And I was thinking this morning too that uh, the, the Texas ban on abortion, uh, we're um, using the 1925 law to ban abortion right now. We do have a trigger ban, yes, but that goes into effect uh, 30 days after we receive the judgment from the Supreme Court, and that will take about 30 days. So this was on uh, June 24th um, when uh, um, Roe was overturned, and so in about uh, 30 days to get the judgment and about 30 days to get um, the um, uh, trigger ban go into effect should be about the same time that we are celebrating the Queenship of Mary. Praise so, God. So God, God uh, is good to us all Excellent. the time. Well, I'm going to repeat that again. That's uh, a mass. Now, thank we all our God, a celebration of life as we gather in gratitude. Uh, Monday, August 22nd, 7 p.m. It is a bilingual mass. All are invited and a reception to follow. And I'm so glad that we have Ingrid Meyer here, our director of ministries, uh, because we are quite busy 
at Catholic Pro-Life Community, which is the Respect Life uh, Ministry for the Dallas Diocese. Ingrid, what's happening on the sidewalks? What's happening in Project Gabriel these days? So thank you for asking. It's very important because people think that, oh, Roe was overturned. What does that mean? No more abortions in Texas. And that's not true. We are still experiencing people who want to have an abortion. We are still going to have women who are going through an unplanned pregnancy and need help, need support. You know, we we were just dealing with a mom the other day, last week, and so difficult for her, so many situations. And I can't tell you because of confidentiality, but you can just imagine all the problems that this woman is carrying. And if she doesn't have somebody to be there, to support her, to continue on, she would just give up. And that's why it's so important. First of all, we have not left the sidewalk. We are still there. They're still, even though it's most of them uh, are closed, women still continue to go. So we need to be there to let them know that there are options. And as long, Gerilyn, as we do not change hearts and minds, abortion is still out there, even if it's not legal. So we need to continue to be there for these women. And at Project Gable, that's what we do. We have these mentors who are there to support, to walk. And you know what? Most importantly, just to be there and listen. We forget how important that is. It is so necessary because remember, it's the... It's, it's not the, the pregnancy that's the issue. It's all of her surroundings and what she may be dealing with. So we want to, we want to notify everybody. If you're, li- if, if you're listening or you know somebody who is in need, uh, we have a texting service and, uh, you can text options or opciones in Spanish to 24365. So again, 24365 text options. O-P-T-I-O-N-S, or opciones in Spanish, and that text will be responded to and a call. Immediately. And and that can be for people, women who are in need right now. And we also have a a Project Gabriel um, phone number. Phone number. You want to give that? Yes, that is 469-602-HELP. Again, 469-602-4357. Five, seven. And both the text options and the phone number, they're answered 24-7. That's why it's text options 24-365, because we are always there. Even on weekends and evenings, we are there to support. And then we have one last one. If maybe it's easier to do it online and you can request help, please go to www.projectgabrieldallas.org. Again, projectgabrieldallas.org. ProjectGabrielDallas.org. Thank you. What what we want people to know is that, as as Bishop Burns said in his prelude about the Mass, the Now Thank We All Our God, a celebration of life Mass, is that we are here and we are we are continuing to support women in need, whether uh, they're pregnant or parenting, and that can be uh, families in need as well. But please reach out. Uh, Ingrid's uh, ministry with the, with the Project Gabriel ministry uh, that she used to head and, and still is very heavily involved in the sidewalk counselors, one thing we hear is that women did not know there was help. And so we want to get the word out with these three ways to reach us, not just one way, not two ways, but three ways to reach us. 
any time, day or night, because we are here. And there is a tremendous network of support in our diocese alone. And remember, it's not just for Catholics. We do it because we're Catholic. We serve everybody in need, regardless of faith and creed and culture. We serve everybody. But we want we want women to know they can reach out to us. Yes. And what you mentioned is very important. I think many problems start with a financial situation, mm-hmm. and people do not know that there's so many resources, and we are so blessed to be in a state that not only provides the law, but also provides the funding to continue to have resources for these women. So these women have all these resources, but they're not aware of it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important. So if you know anybody who's out there who's not even pregnant, maybe just has a younger child and struggling Please give them our information, just the text options 24365, and we can refer them and we can tell them where they can go or where can they can receive more help and they can continue um, having a stable family and having that stability in their financial situation, which is what we want. Yes, so we, we need to... Educate them about what we can offer to help, uh, and educate them about uh, certain dangers. Uh, you know these uh, uh, states that are advertising. You know, come do a, a, a staycation for your abortion. Uh, um, how dangerous medication abortions are. Exactly, that doesn't go go away now no. that it's banned or that it's legal in some states. The risks continue to be there. And hey, why do you think we have? a ministry that is so important, like healing after abortion, because all the consequences that come from having an abortion or participating as a man in an abortion are huge. And mm-hmm. those last years and years. Yeah. And we, um, you talked about um, the mom and dad, but also about mentioned the siblings. Um, and um, that made me Remember uh, when Reg and I were out, my husband and I were out uh, in front of Southwestern praying for 40 Days for Life, uh, and a woman stopped uh, to talk to us because her mother had had an abortion just months before she conceived this woman. And she said it all made sense. Their family dynamic suddenly made sense when her mother confessed her abortion. And she said her mother still was not over it, uh, and she's in her 40s, uh, the daughter is in her 40s, and she's got information about um, Rachel's Vineyard for her and for her mother. And I I'm, don't know if they went, but I pray that they did or that they will go and receive healing uh, and receive God's mercy. Absolutely. Can I, may I just say that we do have a, an English Rachel's Vineyard retreat coming up in August, August 12th through 14th, and that is for women and men to come and receive the the healing mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, open to anyone of any faith in need of healing. And anybody who was affected by abortion, so maybe it's not like you're saying yes. uh, the mother who had the abortion, but maybe the grandparents or the siblings also need that healing. Mm-hmm. So we welcome them into these retreats. And just like we have the Rachel's Vineyard Retreat, which is open for women and men, we also have a retreat which is exclusively for men because we know men, their emotions are come out in a different way. So we have a Project Joseph Retreat, which will be going on 
on October, uh, August 27th through the 28th and will be in English. And then we do have in Spanish, we have a Rachel's Vineyard Retreat September 17th through the 18th, which is Project Joseph and Rachel's Vineyard Retreat October 21st through the 23rd. So see, we have, we cover both English and Spanish. And the most important thing, if you're out there and you find out about somebody who has gone through an abortion, don't judge them. You know, give them the love and mercy. Be Christ-like to them because that's what they need. And we need, our society needs these people to heal too. We all are, are part of God's um, body, mystical body, and we all need to be healthy. So that is why we have them. But coming back a little bit to Project Gabriel, Geraldine, you were mentioning how important it has become and how much it continues to. So if you're interested in becoming part of a Gabriel Angel and mentoring these women, because what do we do? We provide emotional support. We provide material support. We have a storage where we provide, we keep all our material needs for these women. We have a mother's assistance fund. And the most important thing is we provide that spiritual support. We want them to come back and have a relationship with God. And we also have an educational part, which is so they are learning, so they are changing their ways, and they have the tools to continue to fight and continue on. So we will be having two Gabriel Angel trainings, one in Spanish and one in English. September 10th will be in Spanish. That's a complete Saturday. And October 1st will be in English. For either one of these trainings, as well as the retreats, you are welcome to go to ProLifeDallas.org. And under Ministries, you will find these retreats. So please, if you would like to participate and help more, we invite you. Be part of our family. Be that mentor. Be that angel to this person in need. And sometimes it's not only to that woman. You are being an angel to her entire family. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you know, all, all life is sacred, and someone might say, well, I could do this, I could do that. First and foremost, we want people to pray. Go to And then go to ProLifeDallas.org. Call us. Let us know how you'd like to be involved. We need everybody out there listening and all of your friends and family because uh, life is sacred and we are we are rejoicing in this overturning of Roe. Uh, we are inviting people to come to the Mass on August 22nd at the Cathedral Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, Monday, August 22nd, 7 p.m. And um, Susan, would you like to wrap us up in a prayer and and, and well, if I could just oh, say ahead, one Aaron. more thing before. Um, first of all, I wanted to thank each of one of you for listening and tuning in. It's important. How can you go out there and defend life if you don't understand what's happening? So thank you. You can go on our website. Susan has that live watch on our website where she's constantly updating what's happening mm-hmm. in our laws. But um, if you want to learn more, We have our educational, you know, we have a ministry, the Speakers Bureau. Feel free to call us, and we are more than happy to go to your school, to your church, to Mm. your organization, to your prayer group. Anybody, just get a little group together, and we are there, and we can talk about anything that has to do with pro-life. We have different topics that's online, too. You can go to Speakers Bureau, speakers at prolifedallas.org, and get all the information, but Please educate yourself. 
that is what's the knowledge you get is what's going to help you to have the tools to go out there and defend really the dignity and respect life. Amen. 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 Thank you, Ingrid. So, um, yes, let's, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for this time together today. Father, we, we pray for those women that are frightened and angry and pregnant and don't know what to do, that they hear this word, Lord, that they uh, someone will turn to them and offer to help, offer to give them the information about CPLC so that we can be of benefit to them. You've chosen us to do this work. You've chosen all of us to be pro-life, Father. Help us to stand in the gap. Help us to stand up for you. Help those that are in need to see your love in our faces, Father, in our eyes. We pray for the men that are involved in a pregnancy, Lord. Help them to be courageous, to love their children to help their wives, their girlfriends. And we pray for all the, all the workers that they turn away from the culture of death. Open their hearts and minds, Father. We pray for the states that are, are trying to make abortion a destination. We pray for New Mexico and California and New York and all others that are still offering abortion. Father, we pray that we will redeem our culture. Father, turn us away from evil from indulgence, self-indulgence, from selfishness, and help us to love you more. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, Protectress of the Unborn, pray, pray for, for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse and terror of demons, pray, pray for, for us. Wow, great segment. Y'all came by... Uh, just loaded and uh, had so much information and so much passion in your voices. And uh, you, all, you three are, are just such a blessing to the, the local community. So thank you very much, thank you, Dave. Uh, Geraldine and Ingrid and Susan uh, from the CPLC, ProLifeDallas.org. And don't forget uh, what they mentioned at the beginning, a celebration mass. Now, thank we all our God. What a great name for that. Monday, August 22nd, Cathedral Shrine of Our Lady Guadalupe. And, of course, I'm sure all the details uh, either are or will be on the uh, the website. And that's going to do it for our program today. It's been a good one. Uh, if you want information on the Blessed Carl event, just go to blessedcarl.org. Thanks to David and Jocelyn and uh, their beautiful family for joining us in studio and for the CPLC team as well in studio right now. Thank you to Cecil and uh, William running the social media platforms as well. Thanks to him. And uh, go to summerspeakerseries.com, summerspeakerseries.com. Uh, I, I still do have a pair of tickets that uh, remains anybody that wants to buy two or more. Uh, I'll give you two extra tickets, thanks to uh, one of our sponsors who is not able to use the tickets that he's getting through a sponsorship. Go to summerspeakerseries.com, and you can get two extra tickets. So hope to see you next Thursday uh, for the Summer Speaker Series event. Uh, summerspeakerseries.com. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Pray for us. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.
KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. While you have fun as a Catholic family, this has been a minute for your marriage and family from the Three Hearts Institute. You can find us at threeheartsinstitute.org.